Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hello, it's the middle of March, just a few days before spring begins, and it is evening where I am right now, and I'm thinking about the word rod, R-O-D, or as it is translated in some versions, staff. And I'm finding this to be just a very interesting study, and so I'm hoping that maybe a couple of our digabits at least can be about this rod of God that we read about in Exodus chapter 4 that really turned into a symbol of the authority of God as it was delegated to men and ended up eventually, of course, being in the Ark of the Covenant after the time that it budded later on showing the authority indeed of Aaron and the and the Levitical priesthood. So I want us to start out when we first hear this hear about this rod in Exodus chapter 4 and notice that this rod first of all was just an humble shepherd's staff as Moses was looking after the flocks of his father-in-law Jethro. In chapter 4 of Exodus, beginning in verse 1, Moses answers God here, and he is at, of course, at the burning bush, and he says, they're not going to believe me nor hearken to my voice when I go back to Egypt, for they'll say, the Lord hasn't appeared unto you. And the Lord said, what's in your hand? And he said, a rod, or your version might say, a staff. It was just the shepherd's staff with which he was looking after the sheep. And he said, cast it on the ground. And he threw it on the ground and it became a serpent. And Moses ran from before it. So this was a scary snake. And I'm scared of every snake, but I don't imagine Moses would have been that way as a shepherd out there seeing snakes all the time. But here was a serpent that scared Moses. And the Lord said to Moses, put forth your hand and take it by the tail. I'm sure that was a courageous thing for Moses to do. And he put forth his hand and caught it and it became a rod in his hand. And now I want you to especially notice verse five, so that they may believe that the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared unto you. So here we have God taking ownership, taking power over this rod. And this rod, I believe, is going to be the same rod that does the signs. Well, I know it's going to be the same rod that does the signs down in Egypt because God said as much. So here God is taking a simple object that's in the hand of Moses and saying, I am going to use my power through this object. And through this object, I'm going to show people who see signs done through it that I, that you, Moses, are speaking with my authority, that I am the authority that they are hearing through your voice. And then later on, we're going to see here that it's through the voice of Aaron as well. So then we look on down at verse 17 of that same chapter, and we see the rod mentioned again. And here, you know, Moses had given the excuses. I can't go and do this because I'm not qualified. I can't go and do this because I can't speak well. 
And finally, you remember the Lord said your brother, Aaron, can be your spokesperson. He's going to say later on, you can be like God and Aaron will be like your prophet. He's the one who will deliver the messages for you. And in verse 14, we see the anger of the Lord kindled against Moses. And that's when he brings up Aaron. And in verse 14, 15 he says you speak to him and put words in his mouth and I'll be with your mouth and with his mouth and I will teach you what you will do and you will be the spokesman to the people and he will be to thee instead of a mouth he's going to be your mouthpiece and you will be to him instead of a God so it's like God's prophetic system where God spoke through a prophet and the prophet spoke to the people only he says you're going to be the one speaking to Aaron and Aaron is going to speak to the people now verse 17 again is key this is still in chapter 4 and you will take this rod in your hand wherewith you will do signs wonders miracles this rod is going to do wonders down in Egypt and they are going to believe that you have a power that's given to you from God because of what is done through this rod now look at chapter 4 beginning in verse 20 it says there that Moses took his wife and his sons and he set them upon his donkey and he returned to the land of Egypt and Moses took the rod of God in his hand wow well here we have a shepherd's staff turned into Moses rod that did wonders and now it's being called the rod of God so God has taken ownership of this rod to show his authority through the rod now skip back on over to Exodus chapter 7 the first part of Exodus chapter 7 and he repeats that again the way that Aaron is going to hear the voice of Moses and then deliver those words to Pharaoh it says and the Lord said to Moses see I've made you to be a God to Pharaoh and Aaron your brother will be your prophet he will be your mouthpiece you will speak all that I command you and Aaron your brother shall speak it to Pharaoh that he send the children of Israel out of his land and I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt but Pharaoh's not going to listen to you he's not going to hearken to you that I may lay my hand upon Egypt and bring forth my armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. And the Egyptians are going to know that I am the Lord when I stretch forth my hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. And Moses and Aaron did as the Lord commanded them, so did they. And then it tells us that Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 years old when they were talking to Pharaoh. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, I'm in verse 9 now, when, whenever Pharaoh speaks to you saying, show a miracle for you, then you say to Aaron, take your rod and cast it before Pharaoh and it shall become a serpent. And Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh, and they did as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and his servants, and it became a serpent. And then Pharaoh called his wise men and tried to get them to do it. And of course, they did make serpents out of their rods, but Aaron's rod ate up, Aaron's snake ate up their serpents. 
So here in, in verses 1 to 13 of chapter 7, it's called the rod of Aaron. Aaron took his rod and cast it before Pharaoh. Get you unto Pharaoh in the morning, because he's going out to the water, and you stand by the river's brink, and this is the Lord talking to Moses to meet him, and the rod, which was turned to a serpent, you shall take in your hand. So he's saying, Moses, you take the rod that was turned to a serpent in your hand. Which time are you talking about, God, that it was turned into a serpent? Well, I believe that this tends to make us think that this is the rod that turned into a serpent both times. But listen to this. And thou shalt say unto him, verse 16, The Lord God of the Hebrews has sent me to you, saying, Let my people go, so that they may serve me in the wilderness. And behold, before now, up to now, you would not hear. Thus says the Lord, In this you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, I will smite with the rod that is in my hand upon the waters which are in the river, and they shall be turned to blood and the fish that's in the river shall die and the river shall stink and the Egyptians shall loathe to drink of the water of the river because it was blood now now get verse 19 we're talking about the rod that's in Moses hand we're talking about the same rod that turned into a snake and verse 19 the Lord spake to Moses saying say unto Aaron take your rod and stretch out your hand upon the waters of Egypt on their streams, on their rivers, on their ponds, and on their pools of water, that they might be blood, and that there may be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. And Moses and Aaron did so as the Lord commanded, and he lifted up the rod and smote the waters that were in the river in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants, and all the waters that were in the river were turned to blood. See, I think we have something here that has become more plain as we progress through chapter 7. And we'll talk about some more of the rod verses a bit later. But for now, I want us to notice that it was called Moses' rod first. Then it was called the rod of God. And then God said, you're going to be like God to Pharaoh. And Aaron is going to be like your prophet. And you're going to take the rod, the same one that was turned into a serpent, God said. And you're going to do some things with the rod. So is the rod of God the same one that was the rod of Moses? Well, we know that it was from Exodus chapter 4. The rod of Moses was called the rod of God. But now Moses is acting as God, little g, to Pharaoh. Because Pharaoh... Uh, didn't know about the real Jehovah God. He didn't know about a God with a capital G. So he would look at Moses as a God and he would and then Moses would use his rod, the rod of Jehovah God, through Aaron the prophet. So if God, Jehovah God, was saying, this is my rod and I'm going to use it through you, Moses, well, then when Moses became God to Pharaoh, then he was using his rod through Aaron, I believe. And I, I understand that uh, this is not completely conclusive, but I believe here that we have the same rod at the burning bush as we have when Moses appeared before Pharaoh and as we have when 
Aaron's rod turned into a snake. And here when God said, Moses, I want you to take the rod that's in your hand and I want you to turn the water into blood with it. But who actually held the rod? Aaron did. It was called Aaron's rod. But you know what? It was still the rod of God. And since Moses was in between Jehovah God and Aaron, it was also the rod of Moses. And in Exodus 7, verses 15 through, say, about 20, there we have the same rod being referred to as the rod of Moses and Aaron taking his rod and turning the river into blood. I believe it's pretty conclusive here that that rod is the same one that's being used. Moses had in his hand at the burning bush, and now Moses and Aaron appeared before Pharaoh, and that rod turned into a snake. And now that rod has smitten the waters in Egypt, and they have turned into blood. I believe it's the rod of God, I believe it's the rod of Moses, and I believe it's Aaron's rod. And I believe it's the same rod that's going to later on become the budding rod. Um, we're going to continue to talk about some of these rod verses as we go through the Old Testament. But let's, for now, let's put a peg there and let's keep studying. And I will look forward to being with you through the rest of the month. I hope you have a great day. If you find yourself in Huntsville, Alabama, we'd love for you to worship with us at West Huntsville Church of Christ at Providence, 1519 Old Monrovia Road, Northwest. Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m., followed by Bible classes for all ages. We meet again at 5 p.m. for evening worship and at 7 on Wednesday night. Dig a Bit is a production of Digging Deep in God's Word, a Bible study for women. For more information, visit thecolleyhouse.org.